Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And I have a special treat for you. Of course, every Halloween I have my own traditions, and one of them is to always pull out a copy of one of my favorite books. It's a book of poetry called Nightmares, Poems to Trouble Your Sleep. And this is by Jack Prolutsky. And let me tell you, everything he has ever written is just wonderful. Jack Prolutsky was born in New York. He's almost 80 years old. And this book, Nightmares, Poems to Trouble Your Sleep, was published in 1976, the year of my birth. And boy, I've just always loved it. And when I was a kid, I wrote a letter to Jack Prolitsky and told him how much I like this book. And do you know that he not only wrote me back, but he also included a free autographed, nice hardback copy of one of his books. Isn't that a, a wonderful thing to do for a young up-and-coming writer? And, you know, Jack Prolitsky, he is still producing. He has a website it's his name, jackprolitsky.com. That's spelled, of course, first name J-A-C-K, last name P-R-E-L-U-T-S-K-Y, jackprolitsky.com. And so every year that I've been doing radio or podcasting, I have tried to share one or two of these poems with you so you can see just how wonderful they are and why I like them so much. Now, trust me, if I... If I could, I would sit here and read the whole book for you. I would gladly do that for free. But um, I, I'd rather give you some samples of this and inspire you to get your own nice little hardback copy of this book. For one thing, you really need to see the illustrations. The illustrations are magnificent, and they really help to solidify the atmosphere. The artist is a man named Arnold Lobel. L-O-B-E-L, and boy, those two, Jack Prolitsky and Arnold Lobel, teaming up on this book was just absolutely perfect. So uh, if you like some of these poems I'm going to read to you, I hope that you will uh, go to Amazon or wherever and look them up. So I'm just going to pick out some of my favorites. I love every single one of them, but the first poem is called The Haunted House. And, of course, it has some magnificent, chilling illustrations. Here is The Haunted House by Jack Prolutsky. On a hilltop, bleak and bare, looms the castle of despair. Only phantoms linger there within its dismal walls. Through the dark they're creeping, crawling, frenzied furies, battling, brawling, sprawling, calling, caterwauling through the dusky halls. Filmy visions ever flocking, dart through chambers crudely mocking, rudely rapping, tapping, knocking on the crumbling doors. Tortured spirits whine and wail, they grope and grasp, they wildly flail, their hollow voices rasp and rail beneath the moldering floors. 
Shadows from the dim hereafter hang from every creaking rafter, laughing disembodied laughter in their ghostly glee. Shades of evanescent matter whisper their unearthly patter, rattle chains that chill and shatter on their spectral spree. Revenants on misty perches taunt the ghost that lunges, lurches, as it desperately searches for its vanished head. Shapeless wraiths, devoid of feeling, hover blindly by the ceiling, ranting, chanting, shrieking, squealing, promises of dread. In the corners, eyes are gleaming. Everywhere are nightmares streaming, diabolic horrors screaming in the sombrous air. So shun this place where specters soar. It's you and you they're waiting for to haunt your souls forevermore in their castle of despair. How do you like that one? Yeah, The Haunted House by Jack Prolitsky. Let's go now to one called The Boogeyman. This one's a little shorter. Here's The Boogeyman. In the desolate depths of a perilous place, the boogeyman lurks with a snarl on his face. Never dare, never dare to approach his dark lair, for he's waiting, just waiting to get you. He skulks in the shadows, relentless and wild, in his search for a tender, delectable child. With his steely, sharp claws and his slavering jaws, he's waiting, just waiting to get you. Many have entered his dreary domain, but not even one has been heard from again. They no doubt made a feast for the butchering beast, and he's waiting, just waiting, to get you. And that sulfurous, sunless, and sinister place, he'll crumple your bones in his boogie embrace. Never, never go near, if you hold your life dear, for oh, what he'll do when he gets you. That is the boogeyman. Oh, this next poem. Oh, one of the most popular characters all throughout history. The vampire, right? Vampire crazed it. You know, it dies down for a bit and then it rockets back up for a while but never goes away. Here is how he captured the essence of the vampire. Now imagine this vampire slinking around town in his cape, about to slip through a window. The night is still and somber, and in the murky gloom, arisen from his slumber, the vampire leaves his tomb. His eyes are pools of fire, his skin is icy white and blood his one desire, this woe-begotten night. Then through the silent city he makes his silent way, prepared to take no pity upon his hapless prey. 
An open window beckons. He grins a hungry grin, and pausing not one second, he swiftly climbs within. And there, beneath her covers, his victim lies in sleep. With fangs agleam he hovers, and with those fangs bites deep. The vampire drinks till sated, he fills his every pore, and then his thirst abated licks clean the dripping gore. With powers now replenished, his thirst no longer burns, his quest this night is finished, so to his tomb he turns, and there a while in silence he'll rest beneath the mud, until with thoughts of violence. He wakes and utters blood. The Vampire. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a job he does of capturing the dark spirit of these things. I'm going to read just two more for you. This one is a particularly creepy one. It's called The Ghoul. And uh, nowadays, I bet some teachers think that stuff like this is too scary for kids. Now, imagine this weird little ball-headed, pointy-eared, spooky-looking guy sitting on the jungle gym outside the schoolhouse just waiting for kids to come out kind of an Aleister Crowley looking figure there practically licking his lips this is the ghoul the gruesome ghoul the grisly ghoul without the slightest noise waits patiently beside the school to feast on girls and boys he lunges fiercely through the air as they come out to play then grabs a couple by the hair and drags them far away He cracks their bones and snaps their backs and squeezes out their lungs. He chews their thumbs like candy snacks and pulls apart their tongues. He slices their stomachs and bites their hearts and tears their flesh to shreds. He swallows their toes like toasted tarts and gobbles down their heads. Fingers, elbows, hands and knees and arms and legs and feet. He eats them with delight and ease, for every part's a treat. And when the gruesome grizzly ghoul has nothing left to chew, he hurries to another school and waits, perhaps for you. (laughs) Oh, boy. And you can tell his poems have a very lyrical, musical quality, which is what makes him so much fun to read out loud. And I think that is... um, As present as ever in this last poem I'm going to read for you called The Dance of the Thirteen Skeletons. And you just can imagine one of those scenes like the Danse Macabre where these skeletons on a quiet night are emerging from the grave to to dance and party a little bit before they vanish once more. Here is The Dance of the Thirteen Skeletons. In a snow-enshrouded graveyard, ripped by winter's bitter chill, not a single soul is stirring. All is silent, all is still, 
till a distant bell tolls midnight and the spirits work their will. For emerging from their coffins buried deep beneath the snow, thirteen bony apparitions now commence their spectral show, and they gather in the moonlight undulating as they go. And they'll dance in their bones, in their bare, bare bones, with the click and the clack and the chitter and the chack and the clatter and the chatter of their bare, bare bones. They shake their flimsy shoulders and they flex their fleshless knees and they nod their skulls in greeting in the penetrating breeze as they form an eerie circle near the gnarled and twisted trees. They link their spindly fingers as they promenade around, casting otherworldly shadows on the silver-mantled ground, and their footfalls in the snowdrift make a soft, susurrus sound. And they dance in their bones, in their bare, bare bones, with the click and the clack and the chitter and the chack and the clatter and the chatter of their bare, bare bones. The thirteen grinning skeletons continue on their way as to strains of soundless music they begin to swing and sway as they circle ever faster in their ghastly rondelay. Faster, faster, even faster, faster, even faster, and yet faster now they race, winding, whirling, ever swirling in their frenzy and their pace, and they shimmer in the moonlight as they spin themselves through space. And they dance in their bones, in their bare, bare bones, with the click and the clack and the chitter and the chack and the clatter and the chatter of their bare, bare bones. Then as quickly as it started, their nocturnal dance is done, for the bell that is their signal loudly tolls the hour of one, and they bow to one another in their bony unison. Then they vanish to their coffins by their ghostly thoroughfare, and the emptiness of silence once more fills the frosted air, and the snow that masks their footprints show no sign that they were there. But they danced in their bones, in their bare, bare bones, with the click and the clack and the chitter and the chack and the clatter and the chatter of their bare, bare bones. Nightmares, Poems to Trouble Your Sleep by Jack Perlutsky. Again, that last name is P-R-E-L-U-T-S-K-Y. I think you understand why this is a holiday tradition for me. Every Halloween I pull this out, I light some candles, I kick back, I read the whole thing out loud, and I am transported to another world. Get yourself a copy of this book. It doesn't get any better than that. All right, my friends, more to come soon. I'm Joshua P. Warren. My website is joshuapwarren.com. And this podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily.
talk to you again soon.